Hey, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com, and we're going to talk about what repels money. I thought this was a, a cool topic to cover. In case you're new to my program, I'm an intuitive and a coach. I help people create the life of their dreams. If you are ready to go to your next level, visit my website, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com, and click Work With Amy. And in that drop-down, you'll see lots of options at various price points for us to work together. No matter what you want to do, the answer is within you, and I help you reveal. <laughs> it's kind of an unfolding. <laughs> I'm reflecting on a conversation I had with a client today. It's a, it's a revealing. It's an unfolding. It's a discovering. It's an expanding. It's the let, a letting go. It's an overcoming so that you can see, <laughs> see very clearly the answer that's already within you. So, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful experience, intuitive coaching. I love it. I've been doing it a long, long, long time. So let's talk about what repels money. Number one, constantly and consistently worrying or feeling anxious about money. And this comes in a lot of forms. For most people listening to my program, you're probably not constantly all the time worrying about money. But I want you to think about the in-between times where, you know, the, the, you know, I just got paid. I feel great. And then, oh, shoot, a bill showed up. Oh, this. Oh, I swiped my card. Oh, that turned out to be more than I thought it was. That, um, believing that money is not going to be returned to you when you spend it, thinking you're not going to have enough, worrying about the future, but not doing anything about the future in terms of maybe putting money away for retirement or um, saving that underlying kind of gnawing at you worry and anxiety is what repels money. And uh, for a lot of you, most of the time you're not repelling money, but those times when you are carry a very strong emotional charge. So the goal is just to start minimizing that emotional charge. So here's some affirmations to help you with that. I'm willing to be peaceful when it comes to my finances. I'm willing to trust there will always be more than enough money. I'm willing to relax and know I am prosperous. I'm willing to know that every time I spend, the money is returned to me threefold, fourfold, tenfold. Next, what repels money? Spending because you are uncomfortable with having it around. So this is one where maybe you just got a bonus. Maybe somebody gave you a nice monetary gift. And then all of a sudden, before you can even get your bearings around what you want to do with the money or how, how it feels to even have it, some expense shows up. Oh, the tire blew out. Oh, the, that bill was way more than I thought. Oh, so-and-so wants me to do something for them, and it requires much more money than I thought. That type of, um, when those results show up, it's a direct result of somewhere in you you're not comfortable having money around. Uh, you may even, again, unconsciously attract, and it's unconscious, so don't make yourself wrong for this, but you are responsible for it, right? You're in charge. You may unconsciously attract a bill or expense as soon as you get it, or um, maybe you just, you know, maybe you go through highs and lows with money, and so when you get it in, then it's like spend in frenzy. And, and again, you can spend and do whatever you want to do as long as it feels good to you. But if you're constantly going into abundance restriction, abundance restriction, abundance restriction, 
And in the process of all of that, telling yourself a story where money doesn't work out for you or where you're not comfortable with money being around and in your life, or you think money is scarce or it's hard for you to get, if any of that's running in the background, you'll continue to create a world where you and money don't like always being in the same room for long periods of time. So if money, if money were a person. So here's some affirmations that help with that. It's safe to have money around. It is safe to have lots of money. I'm willing to spend lovingly and consciously. Again, it's always safe to save. It's always safe to spend. It's always safe to earn. And you want to feel safe about all those parts at the same time is the goal. It's not, oh, I can't spend because I'm trying to save. And uh, yeah, yeah, you want to feel good. You want to feel good about all aspects of your financial life. Next thing that repels money, acting or saying money is not important. Yeah, you know, I, I included this one because I was like, do the people in my audience really think this? But I do think that it can be kind of a, I know I attract highly spiritual people, people who live on the spiritual side of life. We think it's really fucking fun to be spiritual, right? We love that stuff. I think in that school of thought, from a place of an unconscious um, fear, I really, there can be this this way of being where I'm spiritual, so money's not important. But that's just a bunch of bullshit. You know, we live in this time-space reality, so money is, in fact, very important. And so um, catch yourself if ever you're like, oh, it's no big deal. I mean, I do want you to feel like <laughs> there's a line here. There, You don't want to feel like money is so much bigger than you that you can't have it. And you also don't want to act like it's it's not a significant part of your life where you're flippant about it. Oh, that doesn't matter, right? So you have to find that place where money and you are good and harmonious and like being around each other and you value money and you feel money values you and shows up for you and you show up for money. It really might help. Um, I know when I first started studying money mindset work, there was a teacher out, and I haven't seen a lot of her content circulating in the world as of late. Um, money Honey, it was what she, like her kind of brand. Um, and it was all about turning money, personifying money, turning it into um, a person almost in your mind. And so think about the relationships in your life that really, really work, like uh, with other humans. You want to have that type of relationship with money. You want to see money in the same way. You want money to be reliable and consistent in the same way. And you want to be reliable and consistent with money. So just the same as you wouldn't want someone that you called a friend to be like, oh, they're not important. Uh, their friendship really doesn't matter to me. You don't want to be that way with money, right? Because, yeah, money is an energy. And it goes where uh, we... It goes, it goes however way we set it up. So if we're being flipping about it and thinking, oh, it's not important, then yeah, it's not going to show up for us. It, it repels. And rightfully so. Like, think about a healthy, stable human being. If They wouldn't be around people that didn't want to be around them or that was minimizing their presence. I want you to think of money as a healthy, stable human being as it is. We project onto money 
that it's something other than it isn't, that it's lack and it's mean to us and it's evil or it's wrong or it's hard and it's difficult, right? But let's just say that money is like the ultimate, healthiest, confident person with great boundaries, a good sense of self. And so think about who you need to be to be friends with a person like that. And you'll start to shift your relationship with money. So here's an affirmation if you uh, think you might be acting or saying money is not important. I honor and respect all forms of money flowing in and out of my life. I honor and respect all forms of money flowing in and out of my life. Next thing that repels money is you ignore your finances. All right. So again, I don't think a lot of people who listen to my show or who are energetically drawn to my work ignore their finances completely. And if they are, I think it's because there's some deep like fear or shame around it. And while they're very spiritual, they have this thing about money where they feel weird about it and they don't want to pay attention to it. So how would I approach this is look at where you're really good with your finances and look at where your finances struggle and ask yourself, what am I ignoring in that aspect of my finances? And can I be more like myself that's really good with my finances? So maybe you're really great at budgeting, but um, savings is really difficult for you or having money left over is really difficult for you. Well, ask yourself, well, how did I figure out that whole budgeting thing? And how can I apply that, that essence of myself to saving more money and re release, you know, just release the story that it all has to be difficult and hard and restrictive and painful. And you can't do this if you want to do this just honor all parts of it and you'll stop ignoring your finances. So walk towards the area of your finances that you are ignoring. So if you're ignoring your retirement, walk towards it and you'll still walk towards all the other areas of your life where you're doing really well financially. So maybe you're really great at earning, but it, it you know, you're struggling with putting money away from your retirement. Well, walk towards both of those because as you walk towards both of those, you increase more channels for you to earn more. So then you can put more into your retirement, right? But if you keep saying, oh, well, I'll just wait till I earn a certain amount of money and then I'll focus on my retirement. The money kind of doesn't just naturally flow there. But if you focus on retirement and wanting a certain amount of money in retirement, and you're, you're also focused on this beautiful way in which you're able to earn, then everything starts to expand in accordance with that, right? So yeah, I think ignoring your finances also cuts off your ability to manifest. So so pay attention, see what's up. You don't have to be on top of it. I want to be clear here. I know there's this world where people have made up what it means to be good with money. The way you do money, as long as you feel good about it, then it works. And so don't feel like you have to do it a certain way or, or uh, judge yourself for this or not doing this. And, um, and just start playing with, how can I do this my own way where it feels really good? And it could be a world where you're like, I don't care about savings. And you're really confident in that. <laughs> or there could be a world where you're like, no, retirement, I, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't need to invest my energy there. If you genuinely mean that, then it works in your favor. But if you're kind of afraid, if you're ignoring it out of uh, an insecurity, a doubt, a worry, then yeah, it's not going to work very well.
you're powerful. You are a powerful being and you can use all that power in every single area of your finances. And it starts with awareness. It starts with care. It starts with concern. It starts with setting in truest desires and backing those truest desires with your confidence, right? So it's like, if you want X number of dollars uh, in a particular account, have confidence that it is going to show up there and that you're worthy of it and you get to have it. So here's an affirmation for, for those that might be ignoring an aspect of their finances. I don't think anyone that listens to my work is ignoring all of their finances. I could be wrong. Um, could be wrong. Um, but I, I, as I tune into it, I think there's those that really good in certain areas and they ignore one area. And it's fine if you don't pay attention to it. I want to be clear here but you're peaceful about that, right? Um, if, you're, if you're good with that, you're like, hey, I'm not giving a lot of energy to that area of my finances because it doesn't really matter that much to me. I know I am safe. I know I'm taken care of. But if that is something that you're like, oh, it kind of makes you cringe, then yeah, you need to pay attention to it. Okay, so here's the affirmation. I give my finances loving attention and money loves me even more in return. I give my finances loving attention and money loves me even more in return. All right, next thing that repels money. Instead of managing or caring for or nurturing your finances, you judge yourself for what you should and should not be doing. This comes from comparison. It comes from trusting, making a source outside of you more powerful than you. This comes from oh, this guru said do this, or my aunt always did it this way, and so I should be doing it this way. And here's my thought about that. If you are holding some belief that, that you do need to do it some way, some way, go ahead and try it and then see how it works. And nine times out of 10, I'm going to guarantee you, it's not really going to work out as well as you think. But there'll be something in you trying that thing instead of to just denying yourself or making yourself feel guilty for not doing it that way you're going to gain some piece of wisdom in that process. So let's go back to the example. Let's say you have an aunt that's really good at something financially. I have an aunt that's really good at saving. So think about what her method is or whatever you think you should be doing, right? Maybe she say, always saves 25% of her income. And so you try it. Try it for a month or a week. My circuit is saying a month to really get the full impact. So try for a month. You've been holding yourself accountable. I should be saving 25%. I should be saving 25%. Go ahead and just try it. I know it's not right for you because you would have already done it if it were, but there's some aspect of it that, that is going to really shift something within you. It, you'll get to tap into another, a more powerful place within you. So yeah. So, in, so don't judge yourself. Just do it. And then make up your own way. So instead of managing your finances, you judge yourself for what you should and should not be doing. That repels money. Here's the affirmation to turn that around. I take full responsibility for my finances. And I am a, I'm kind and loving in the process of doing so. I take full responsibility for my finances. And I am kind and loving in the process of doing so. Cool. Next thing that repels money. You do not value your work effort. You either do too little or too much because of an innate insecurity. Yeah, you got to feel good about your work, no matter what your job is. And I'm not saying about the job or, or what you're doing per se, but how you show up, 
how you contribute to your work. Feel good about that. When you feel good about that, then you, you start to have a healthy sense of what is enough and you start to feel more and more confident in who you are. And that confidence allows you to pivot if you need to. So say um, you're in a job and you don't necessarily love the job or maybe you want to move into another job. Start valuing all the energy effort that you bring to the job. Value that. Appreciate yourself. I'm not talking about overworking because people who overwork tend to really not appreciate themselves. And I say that as a person who often <laughs> can't overwork. <laughs> um, I'm very truthful. And, and so just start to value your contribution. And as you do, you'll become stronger and stronger and stronger. And it'll be easy for you to make choices and decisions as to what is next for you. So value yourself. And my spirit guides are jumping in. They're saying, this is also a message to stop waiting for someone outside of you to value you. You value your work. So it might even be where you need to, for five minutes, once a week, uh, give yourself a, a, a progress report. And tell yourself all the things you did great in your work this week. And um, and then tell yourself where you want to improve. Not where you have to improve, where you want to improve. And this applies whether you work for yourself or whether you work in a job. But essentially what we're doing is we're creating a strong sense of value for your work effort within you. And we're removing or moving away from the insecurity, that innate insecurity, and we're replacing it with a natural confidence that emerges as you start to value what you do, which, you know, honestly, friends, it makes a lot of sense to take this approach because you're going to show up and do the work anyway, <laughs> right? You're going to keep going to your job. You want your paycheck, right? So you might as well show up with the attitude of, hey, I value every bit of work that I do in this job. I appreciate my work ethic. I do my very best. And then it also keeps you again out of, oh, I'm only working because my boss is looking in my direction. And it also keeps you out of, oh my God, I need to overwork. I need to work so people think that I'm you know, working hard. You know, all the stories we tell ourselves for, for chronic overworkers, we go, it's lengthy. And none of those stories make sense. If you sit down, and I do sit down with myself from time to time when I go into a, spirit, a period of overworking and say, Amy, what am I telling myself? And it's always about what I think. I'm supposed to do to get a result, but really it's about what feels good to me, right? Working in a way that feels good to me. All right. So here's the affirmation to heal this. I give value at my highest level and my efforts always lead to a plentiful return. I give value at my highest level and my efforts always lead to a plentiful return. This does not mean work yourself to the bone. It means you show up as your best self to the very best of your ability and you do your best. doesn't mean you over push or you're worried about what people think with you and you got to do it this way and you got to look like you're doing it. No, it all comes from within. You, you tap into that innate value within you and feel into it at the highest level. And then you know that all your efforts lead to a plentiful return. All right, next thing that repels money. You tell yourself you're bad with money. 
oh yeah I do think people in there are some people in my audience that that might be silently saying this to themselves um yeah just decide that you're good with money <laughs> you know like if you think of money like a friend and I think most people that listen to my program are pretty good at being like a good friend right so and even if you have your struggles and you've had your experiences you know how to be a good friend you know how to be a good human just start to infuse that same energy into your relationship with money so just the same way as you wouldn't run around and say i am a terrible friend <laughs> i mean that's quite funny though if there was somebody that uh, <laughs> ran around and said that but most of us wouldn't run around saying that right so don't do it with money and so here's the affirmation I'm willing to be good with money. I'm willing to have a healthy relationship with money. I'm willing to be good with money. I'm willing to have a healthy relationship with money. I'm willing to be good with money. I'm willing to have a healthy relationship with money. And those are my tips on what repels money. You can always turn any of this around, right? And um, it just starts with you and you just make little different choices <laughs> consistently and before you know it you'll be in a completely different circumstance and if there's something nagging at you that you need to do around your finances do it make plans to do it even if it takes a lot of little steps to get it done commit to all the steps and each step you take you feel more and more and more confident you feel stronger and stronger and stronger and if money is this cool kid that cool kid wants to be around somebody else who's a cool kid. So it just makes you feel cooler and cooler and cooler, more confident, more confident, more confident. So take all the little steps. It's so worth it. All right, that's my show. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. If you are looking for a coach to help you in any area of your life, business, finances, romantic relationships, anything, please consider my services and let's I'm tripping up on my words because I know I'm supposed to promote a specific service for this show. Of course I don't have that note. All right. How responsible is that Amy? Um, let's see. Let me pull out the notes. What am I supposed to promote? Uh, I, you know, this could be a form of self-sabotage, not having these notes in front of me. Um, here it is. Okay. So this show is, what are we going to talk about here? A single session. Okay, so I do a single session. <laughs> uh, I'm an intuitive and a coach. I read energy. If you are thinking that you you want some guidance and you want some support and you want to see what's going on underneath the surface and you want to have a conversation about something that you're struggling with or you're trying to make a decision or you're trying to get clear about an energy in your life or you're noticing some patterns consistently showing up or you're trying to set a goal for yourself or you've been working a goal that doesn't seem to be moving in the right direction or you keep finding that you wind up in the same type of relationship or in the same power struggle with someone or you're feeling unfulfilled in an area of your life, I have a single session that can help you. And uh, we'll talk for 90 minutes. I'll read your energy from, from the moment we start talking. Usually from the moment you start, you set that appointment. 
I start tuning in, I start getting insights, and then we have this conversation that'll help you really straighten things out for yourself. So you see clearly, you gain some intuitive insight, you get some some information on what's coming up for you in the future, you can gain some understanding on what the true true messages behind something in your life. And because I am a healer, I can help you clean up some energy as well so that you can align with the result that you most desire. It's a very beautiful service. Single intuitive coaching session. You can find it on my website. Again, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I look forward to connecting with you again. Take care of yourself. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.